I think the biggest thing you've said there, though, without saying it, is um, it's never too late to take the right risk. Why do we need to work? Why do we work so hard? Mm. Why should we work harder? Is it all just a waste of time? Are we just pretending to have purpose when we really don't really, nothing we do really matters? This goes through my mind. I've thought about like the way we've evolved. Like as humans, we have been under plenty of stress in the past, running away from predators and so on. Sure. You know, things that, but have we evolved? Have have, have our lifestyles changed so much, but our bodies haven't evolved enough to take it to where we are. So I came across this, right? And it goes something like this. I don't know what I'm singing. Um, but how's how's life going, Sam? I did my back in. <laughs> I did my back in. See the you or me, but yeah. it's been you this time. Yeah. yeah. I, need, I need like a cushion. Because we were talking about this. This posture is not flattering. Yeah. I think it's okay. Yeah? All right. Yeah, I'll yeah, get over it. I think it. you're overthinking it, man. Yeah. It's because you made it to the big leagues now. You're edging into every little thing. What big When, leagues? in fact, people want you for you. Oh, I you're see. You're an influencer now. Am I? Yeah. Sick. I'm interviewing an influencer. Are you? Yeah. No, you're right here you're with me. You're a threads influencer. I'm a threads influencer. Anyone can be Are you a threads, threads influencer? Influ Anyone can be. You've got to yeah. post. <laughs> I think Instagram changed its settings where, like, new people have to add all of their followers or something. Oh, my, on threads. Yeah, because every now and again, I'll just get like five notifications from threads of X plus 10 other people mm. have started following you. Like, Whereas when I did it, yeah, it could just stay low key. Yeah, when, mm. when I first set one up, I didn't get anything. But yeah, I'm going to delete it. Yeah, dude. But I don't, I don't, want, I don't like, care. People that I have on Instagram from uni, like see my threads. Yeah. Who, why would you want to post on Instagram anyway? Like you can get censored for anything. Yeah. You can just say like water isn't, water's dry and you'll get censored. Is water wet though? Who knows? Who but knows? the fact is, I want to have an opinion on it. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. you don't. <laughs> and I can't. How dare you have an opinion? So that t always takes me to x.com. Big, yeah. big fan of the x.com. Yeah. yeah. Um, great videos on x.com. Um, great, great, yeah. great areas. But yeah, it's, it's genuinely, Elon has um, engaged in changing and rebranding Twitter. Yeah. Uh, that's the hot news of the week. Um, what are your thoughts? What are my thoughts? I think... Regardless of what my thoughts are, he'll win. Yeah. And I just, you can see, like, even if he doesn't, he'll figure out a way to, like, rescue it, turn it into something. He has the capital, he has the ambition, and he has the, the loyalty of people to make it work. And the fact of the matter is, what other, what other options do we have? We have Chinese TikTok. Yeah. And we have Zuck Facebook and Meta. Yeah. Uh, Threads. Yeah, really... It's either that or it's this free speech on X.com, mm. whatever that is. So I think he's he's in an interesting space and I'm, I'm just here to watch on the sidelines, see how it goes. All right. Yeah. How about you? I've never really cared for short form microblogging. Mm -hmm. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I love when things like this happen though, because you see it on LinkedIn, right? Everybody mm -hmm. becomes an expert social media analyst. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got to have a two page hot take on this. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I don't even care about the articles. I love the headlines. Yeah. Here's why Elon Musk's move to, these are two headlines I've read in the span of one week. Here's, here are eight reasons why Elon's move to X.com is a bad move. Okay. Here's why Elon's move to X is technically brilliant. 
two headlines I've read within yeah. the span of a week on Twitter, uh, on LinkedIn, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's written by the same person. Yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> so just I'll fight this side. Just both sides. Yeah, so I'll fight this side. Oh, I didn't get I didn't get the engagement or the views that I wanted. I'll fight that side. Yeah. I don't care. Honestly, I can't wait. But I mean, it was like two, two or three weeks ago, Twitter was at its all-time low in terms of content, and the most interesting thing on there was about Zuck and... Uh, Elon having a fight or something. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that was a poor. That was a really bad time because firstly, it was never going to happen, and B, it's not really a fight. You don't think so? In this day and age, yeah, anything can happen. That's right. But the most interesting thing, and I'm going to get this right. I'm going to get this wrong. Is a new discovery was made. What's that? uh, On superconductors. Okay. Uh, Most specifically, LK99 super superconductor, a breakthrough apparently. Um, in superconductors but essentially the fact of the matter is they've been able to create a superconductor that can be stable in room temperature what is a superconductor um, so this is where i'm definitely out of my okay. element because i thought that was a dumb question um, but i, I have got superconductivity is a set of physical properties observed in certain materials where electrical resistance vanishes mm. and magnetic flux fluid fields are expelled from the material cool what does that mean? Yeah. Essentially, I've, I've seen all sorts on Instagram <clears throat> and Twitter where people are talking about levitating objects and so Ooh. on. There's there's a lot of cool things that could be done. This could change. So it doesn't have to be solid? It could change engineering. Please don't ask me too many specific okay. questions. <laughs> I don't want to answer the wrong thing. Um, Fair I've tried to follow a bit about this on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I know the person who made the discovery posted their paper on Twitter or yeah. x.com and then just did a GIF of mic drop. Wow, and that okay. was the coolest way. It's got millions and millions of views um, and a lot of likes. But essentially, it was just the best way to drop the biggest scientific discovery of the year if it does crack out to be yeah. what it is. I think a load of people in China and so on are trying to replicate it. If they replicate it well, then it's going to be it's going to be really game changing. So, yeah, keep your eye out. But <clears throat> yeah, it's room temperature semiconductors, which is just like semi or sorry, super, superconductors, super, yeah. which is incredible. All right. Um, and yeah, I will. I will. Keep me Read post- up more. Yeah, keep, keep me posted. Because a lot of research, I'm going to be open. I do not yeah. understand this. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I thought but- a superconductor was something you find in like a Tesla. Or- yeah. So that's a semiconductor. Oh. This is a superconductor. I think some like Avatar oh, style. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think. So I, I don't know. I, don't I know. thought, yeah, I, I genuinely thought we'd have more floaty shit by now. Yeah. So it's coming. Yeah. If this is true and someone's not having us all on. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's interesting. So we can actually yeah. hover. Mm-hmm. Let's get some hoverboards in. Yeah. Uh, listen, let's dive straight in. Yep. You had something beautiful to read to us. Did you? Oh, hold on, hold on, mm. hold on, hold, hold on. the phone. Yeah. Hold the hell on. Uh-huh. Are you going to read that thing you, that you mentioned to me the other day? I am. Okay. We'll I just want you to know what a consistent guy you are. Okay. Yeah. I respect <laughs> this. You're a consistent guy. Thanks. The reason why I say this is I've just finished editing the adulting episode. Mm-hmm. And you say something remarkably similar to that. Okay. So please proceed and I'll explain what you said. Okay, good. Because yeah. consistent could have gone either one way or another. So I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that's... Uh, no, you're consistently positive, positive man. Okay. Yeah. This is good. Keep so, the good vibes afloat. So essentially, um, it was quite an interesting thing because I came across this tweet. Yeah. And it, you always see... You know, you see something when you're thinking about it, right? Mm-hmm. Like you notice a thing in the world. There's a... There's a um, there's a phrase for this, and I will get this in a moment, but you start to notice things more. Confirmation like, bias. There we go. Yeah. You So 
I love it when you hit it because you're just like that instant. <laughs> yeah, you just uh, you back me up with the exact term. Um, so we're talking about yellow cars, and then mm. I bet you'll see a yellow car on the way home, yeah, or something similar to yellow. Right? It's just you'll you'll flag it up in your mm. mind. So confirmation bias. That's what it is. So I get that a lot, certainly Same. in Twitter, because there's so much content out there, but something spikes out, and I don't know the algorithm also figures it out, yeah, just like it does everywhere. So something that I've been going through, just giving a little bit of context, is the idea of like, why do we? need to work why do we work so hard mm. why should we work harder is it all just a waste of time are we just pretending to have purpose when we really don't really nothing we do really matters mm-hmm. um are we working harder than we should be doing as humans should we just be enjoying life doing our day-to-day should we really be putting our minds to the test of what we do stress all of that stuff yeah um this goes through my mind i've thought about like the way we've evolved like as humans, we have been under plenty of stress in the past, running away from predators and so on. Sure. You know, things that, but have we evolved, have, have, have our lifestyles changed so much, but our bodies haven't evolved enough to take into where we are. So okay. these are the thoughts we're going through. I've, I've been yeah. through a similar train of mm-hmm. thought. Yeah. Um, We've had various conversations about this. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So I came across this, right? And it goes something like this from Fazard. Fazard. Yeah. The reason why humans today have such a tough time feeling happy often and instead flock to devices and distractions is because we don't really have any existential dangers staring us in the face every day. Agreed. Mm. Agreed. Can you imagine back in the day and what life was like? You've just escaped a tiger attack. Your tribe figured out how to, ki- how to kill the tiger and use it for food. And you're incredibly relieved and that that danger is gone and that you have food for the foreseeable future. How would you live the next day? My guess is that you'd be really, really happy and really thankful to just be around. Mm-hmm. Repeat this all the time, every single day, until you die. And that's how we essentially used to live. Yeah. But we don't have that anymore. We don't seek to survive every day anymore. So we seek it out with whatever distraction we help, will help us replicate that exact feeling. And now we have millions upon millions of people in developed nations in particular, struggling to figure out how and why we feel the way we feel today. So my opinion, Fazard's opinion is, we haven't taken enough risks to make our survival existential. We haven't, we haven't triggered our survival mechanisms that make us feel grateful. We should be taking way more risks and way more, we should be testing ourselves way more than we are today. Do you agree? Okay. Let's unpack that. Mm-hmm. Here's when you initially mentioned this to me. Here's where I lost a connection. He's saying essentially the gratitude that we might express for daily living might come from the heightened of the stress of the day before. So you wake up and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm gr- I'm so grateful to be alive. Yeah. What's out there for me today? Yeah. Where does he he mentions replicating this feeling in social media or on on devices? Mm-hmm. Where does that connection come in for you? How do we replicate that feeling? So I think it all comes down, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah please give through, me. I want your insight. Through the dopamine feeling. Right. Like, why? Oh, that makes me feel good. <clears throat> that makes me feel satisfied. Okay. Um, and we always seek it out, but why do we seek it out? So it's the same feeling, but from a different source. Yeah. Right? We feel the release of dopamine because we survived the previous day. Yeah. Fought off a lion or whatever. Now it's like scrolling, like, ooh, dopamine. 
Exactly. And it's, it's not always a lion, right? Like, yeah. we're not always been fighting lions. No, but, like, you don't know when your next meal is. Exactly. There could be a war going on, yeah. an issue going on, a family crisis. You know, things have happened. Sure. And I'm not by any means saying that that was a great time. You know, mm-hmm. we are living in a great time where, in most cases, in developed nations, that the risk of that has reduced dramatically. Mm. There are a few things that are scary and, and triggering, but compared to where we used to be, nothing. Um but I'm trying to unpack that as, yes, today we're still seeking out that same feeling of gratitude and enjoyment, mm. but we think, or we see dopamine as that, because that's all we have. Yeah. You know, oh, that makes me feel good or relieved or, I've, yeah, I feel feel there. And uh, that's why I'm living. It gets me through the day. Yeah. Um, whereas the dopamine before came from just life and how it was, and it made you grateful to be alive. Mm. We don't have that as much anymore. Yeah. We don't have, we get the dopamine, but we don't have the gratitude to be alive. Yeah. We, we, you almost said we didn't put in the work for that dopamine. Mm. Yeah. Here's why I think you're it's a consistent guy. In the previous, not the previous, in episode 67 of this podcast, you said about adulting, I can, I whinge to you for like five minutes about how complex life is. Mm. And you just went, yeah, but a simple life is boring. Not a simple life is boring. A, a complex life is interesting. Hmm. I think this is You know what though, I'm not gonna take credit for any of that. Like I've gone through many a thing where I'm just like, I want an easier life. Sure. Like especially after a stressful day at work, a stressful issue outside. Mm. I've bumped my car into uh, a bollard, you know, things that you just wish weren't there <laughs> yeah. that are very expensive that just you know, just just cause issues in your life that you just didn't wish, right? We all go through them, some of go course. through more, some go through less, but we all yeah. go through some level of that right and my dad actually told me he goes um oh. ash this is what uh you know it was it was in the kind of the the crux of covid uh mm-hmm. when i under a lot of stress uh we all were you know for various reasons family friends uh, work business um and he just came to me and said ash this is what it's all about because he's been you know he has his own business and mm. so on and he's been through as you know yeah. plenty <clears throat> of challenges that i wasn't aware stops. of yeah exactly and he he says that's what makes it interesting. And I'm not sure. Originally, I was like, are you just saying that to feel optimistic? But mm. the more storms we go through, the more I feel that, um, I don't know, that resilience. survival and that resilience mm. is just a great feeling. Grit. Yeah. And I look back and I'm, I'm like, yeah, it was painful. Things we've done are painful. Certainly, let's just focus on the business. Stuff yeah. has been tough. For sure. But I genuinely mean it. Looking back, I wouldn't have had it any other way. Yeah. So why does that thing that you wrote, we'll get into each and, you know, your opinion and my opinion, but why does that, why does something like that from what you just read from X uh, resonate then? Because going back to what I mentioned just before I read that, that sometimes I question, are we working too hard? And I don't say we, I mean, just as a general population, do we work too hard? Do we stress over things that don't matter and so on? Maybe we do. But the fact of the matter is we need that purpose and we need to be taking those risks and undergoing that stress because that is what we are designed to do. Living and trying to live this stress-free life of sipping margaritas on the beach 24-7, a week, two weeks, fine. Beautiful. 24-7, 365 days a year, we're not built for that. We are not there. And that's why you see some of the most successful people, and I I use billionaires as an example, doesn't mean success but obviously they have been successful in their own right in most cases yeah. why are they still going at it why are they yeah. still working on projects whether that's philanthropy or whatever it is they need it they need that mm. uh, that idea of taking risk or you know making change and this this goes into risk a lot but the idea here is 
why am I pushing myself to the limit? Mm. And I needed this because I was going through a bit of a uh, kind of like a thing of like, why am I why doing go harder or softer? Yeah. Why do yeah, I even well. go to the gym? Yeah. What's the point in going to the gym? Why, mm. why do that? Oh, I feel good tomorrow, but it's not really going to matter. Nothing's really going to matter in the grand schemes. Yeah. But it, I don't know. It does. It makes you feel feel better so yeah that was my opinion what what do you take from this <clears throat> i it was a shift in my perspective because something i've always told you when we have these conversations of is it too much or do you ever yearn for a simpler job do you ever yearn for that you know we have these conversations mm-hmm. from time to time we're human for god's sake my opinion was always but what's the alternative it was always look at the other side of the fence and decide if you like it more or less and typically my answer was look on the other side of the fence and i didn't like that as much as I liked this, mm-hmm. right? So it wasn't, it was a lot more of like, look away and do you like that? It wasn't necessarily reflect on this. Mm. Do you like this? Mm. That is the question. Because you don't have to go that way. Right. And yeah, and, and you said that to me during a still chaotic time, but a quieter time in the business. Mm. You know, I would say, the first half of this year has just been manic, hmm. just running at full speed hmm. all year round. And you asked me that during a slightly quieter time. And so what went through my mind was like, actually looking back at when we were busier, like we had probably six or seven client projects, like marketing projects that were just on the go. Mm-hmm. So my brain was constantly on. Has this person spoken to that person? Has this person done that? Is it going to get approved? Is it going to mm. go through? Is all of this... And I almost missed that, mm. you know? So I don't have an answer for you. I'm sorry. That's kind of a, a roundabout way of doing it. But that made me look <clears throat> at my current situation rather than confirming by looking elsewhere that this is a good place to be. That's a really interesting thing because logically it seems healthier mm. to look at what what is going on with you mm. or what you're doing rather than comparing yeah. to a suboptimal a situation elsewhere, yeah. right? Like, or a different company. Oh, at least I'm slightly better than the worst case scenario or something yeah. like that. that. That doesn't seem healthy in the long term. Um, but I think this is an ongoing thing for, for me, certainly. Is like, it's, it's also as we develop, like, why why are we doing anything? Why, are we, why do we take risk in yeah. the first place? Like, if there's no need, why don't we just take the safe option at every road? Yeah. Um, but there's something about coming out the other end after probably failing multiple, multiple times. But you will come out in the end. Yeah, you will end up on top no matter what. And if you haven't ended up on top, you've not finished the yeah that, that period that stint. In my opinion, I don't know if I agree one hundred percent with that. I think you will never regret trying. Because mm. was it you that I was discussing with? There's never been a t- yeah when we we're talking about the gym. No one's ever regretted going to the gym. Yeah, and I think we followed on with that of like I've never regretted asking a girl out. Mm-hmm. Right, you could be rejected. You could, you know, or or you could get a yes. Yeah. But ultimately, you never really regret asking them out. No. But what I was trying to get from that, yeah. and I, you're, you're spot on, is when I'm saying you always end up on top is mm. you're asking the girl out because you, you want to date a girl, right? Yeah. And yeah, you may get rejected by that one girl, but the act of trying is getting you to a place where if that's what you want, right? don't know when it will be. It could be a year, it could be 10 years, it could be... A whole lifetime and you meet someone yeah. at the end. Yeah. But you're already you're making your way towards that rather than taking no action, which is not going to get you anywhere. Right, yeah. So even if it's that 1% there, which mm. you're on about. So, yeah, I, I, I love that. And I, I think 
we need it. Otherwise, we will have um, like issues with ourselves. Um, you know, we will find problems that we're you know have existential crisis and so on because we don't have a purpose. Otherwise, yeah. what is our purpose? Yeah, that's what. Well, it's mm. a great question. Like, surely it's not to do this. <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with this, but like in terms of actually having a a purpose. You know, it's not to do this to the grave. It's other things. It's it's a combination, maybe. Mm. It's a combination of a healthy balance between all the things. But the thing I wanted to say, though, is this has been a genuinely long-lasting concern of mine of when AI replaces everybody's jobs and we go to universal basic income or whatever happens, mm. whatever the next step is, I think something for certain is we're going to be doing less. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Uh... Yes. Okay. I think we're going to be doing more impactful work. You reckon? So, yeah. Is there enough impactful work to go around? I don't know about go around. Okay. That's where an individual has to has step to focus up. on step up on what they do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, those that are doing certain jobs, where it's, I mean, I'm not not dissing any jobs as as such, but there are obvious roles that will be replaced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about upskilling or changing your skills and people say, oh, you can't just do that so easily. I mean, we've got some time. Like, AI yeah. is not going to replace anyone tomorrow, but it will. It will, yeah. Um, so just making making that aware. Um, where I was going to go with that, though, is uh, in terms of impactful work, something I've actually been working on myself Ooh. is, and I'm trying to find a balance between the two, but it came from a, a board meeting we had um, mm. and I was, I was uh, kind of, called out so hard a word but we had conversations about how yeah i was brutally attacked from (laughs) all areas about how um i need to potentially delegate more yeah um kind of hand tasks around and that's not offloading stuff and sit back and relax it's like no just focus on what you can really make the best impact on yeah you're not very good at everything ash like learn (laughs) learn to live with it um but you are potentially good at certain certain things focusing on them and hone your skills on them right Mm -hmm. Uh, that's how the business is really going to grow and impact so I've really been trying to do that. I've been okay. pushing tasks to other people or mm-hmm. trying to offload them quicker. Um, it's not about the volume of work I do anymore. It's about when I do something, I want it to make the biggest impact that right. I possibly can. Really stretch things forward and then bam, offloaded. Um, and that's more mentally exhausting for this individual task, but you're actually doing less work. Sure, You're actually like, it's not like you're sat at your desk for 10 hours at a time, mm-hmm. but when you are there, boom, how can I do as much more and much more. And I think it for me is really helping. Uh, mm. I feel like I'm finishing tasks and I'm like, yeah, this is, this is actually oh, changed the game. Yeah. So you're finding yeah. satisfaction in other routes because what I was going to say is uh, sometimes busy work can be quite satisfying. Mm. It's a trap, right? Yeah. I do sometimes feel that like days will go by where I just feel like I'm chasing people or mm. I'm checking on things that doesn't feel productive, but the people I'm checking on are, let's say it's five people. Yeah those five people will do 10 times more each, Yeah, you know, and collectively they'll bring back all of this work and I'll be checking through that. That's way more productive, but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel it. It doesn't feel as productive yeah. as reporting. Yeah. Right. Not too long ago. Oh my God. It was over a year ago. Over a year ago. I used to do the reports mm-hmm. for clients on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. It was well over a year ago. Yeah. Back then I used to do the reports and I would remember it would be a, a week. It was just for each client. I would sit there, spreadsheet, loads of different sources, pile together the information, mm-hmm. make notes about things I was going to present to the client as well. Yeah, I would do all of that. And at the end of that week, it was like, 
have done so much. Yeah. Now, there's a whole team, like not just for reporting, but like I'm fed information from loads of different sources. One team prepares one report, the other person's working on advertising, all that stuff. Don't get me wrong, what we do now is far more effective, but I don't feel like I've done as much as I did back then. Right. There's a difference there. There is, and that's where you're probably your measurement of, of like feeling needs to change a bit. needs to change yeah. I, I completely agree with you i used to do many menial tasks mm. i still do to be honest now and then we all get in that habit of like okay i just need to do this but didn't really need to do it yeah. i could have given that um mine's just like am i solving a complex enough problem mm. and that's not to think oh i'm i'm so comp- like oh i can only i can handle the complex problems but it's like pushing ahead yeah um and there's been probably about two or three things in the last since monday so we're on thursday at the moment by the time of the recording uh on monday that i um i felt like yeah have genuinely tested my mind right and like figured it out and that's what i'm now measuring things on mm. like okay this actually pushed the needle rather than just like the same needle just me just uh, kind of keeping it where it is yeah. um so i'm trying to do that and i think if I, I don't know where I am with it, but certainly something I would like to do is if I get it right or I get get this better, mm-hmm. it starts to instill that culture on on the rest of our team yeah. um, in some way, shape or form. Like certainly to management yeah. that solve the complex problems. Like mm-hmm. that's what you're here for. You, yeah, you guys, yeah. you know, we've got an incredibly smart team from, from all over. You know, I, I said this to you when we were having coffee the other day, like mm-hmm. it's really good. Now they should be solving more complex problems because yeah, yeah. this stuff is getting tougher and tougher um it's not it's not a basic road anymore yeah no agreed yeah and that's where ai won't be able to replace that as easily oh i see i see so So bring that back yeah (laughs) that's put my mind at ease because i immediately thought the work sector will start to consume a lot less of our life because as you said you know it was funny it was a justification you gave about like you're talking about you know, billionaires as an example, you know, you know, they're successful in their respective field. I start to think of other examples of people who could be successful outside of work. And it does take bigger gambles, bigger risks and bigger efforts to make a relationship work or mm-hmm. to make fatherhood or motherhood work or like mm. whatever it takes. You know, usually it takes more of an effort. So I was just wondering if when AI takes more of a role, if hopefully the utopia is that it boosts people's effort in relationships i mean outside of romantic as well like human connection maybe people will find a lack of purpose in one area would mean that they would need to invest more in a purpose elsewhere yeah it's very true Mm. i can i can see a world where we are working 25 hours a week yeah um which still sounds like a lot to some people i guess but (laughs) the idea is you know that's quite a considerable um reduction compared to what most people are working today but the idea is we get to invest time in craft, hobbies, yeah. arts, you know, things that culturally keep us balanced. Mm-hmm. So we're still getting that productivity. AI will continue to push productivity forward, yeah. investing our time, but actually building a more well-rounded thing. And I think a few people have made a prediction that we would be there 2023. By now, we should have been there where we're all working 25 hours a week. Right. Um, but I think there have been some other issues uh, which I don't want to get into too much, but we definitely comes from the monetary side of how we our money works and everything mm. that, you know, things are costing more, so we have to work more. Yeah. But technology is driving the cost down, but we have to work more because we to afford things. Yeah. 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 Very interesting. Yeah. I'm looking at people who are verging on retirement who 
most likely going to have to come out of retirement. Right, yeah. And that's that's scary and that's that's really saddening because these people have worked incredibly hard. Yeah. But the system's failed them or what they were told about. Yeah. Yeah. I was having this conversation with Harvey when uh, one of the collections was happening. I was just happened to be on the warehouse floor when it was happening. I was just like, this is the sweetest guy. Um, I don't think he works there anymore. But yeah, we both just kind of looked at him and we just went, man, a society failed you. Mm. You know, he was, he was such a nice guy, but like, and we don't know, maybe he works for fun. Maybe it wasn't for financial gain, but he was quite a, a, a frail dude in his, uh, I would argue maybe his 70s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was just a case of like, you know, why aren't you in a beach sipping margarita? Right. <laughs> yeah. That's it. If there's a time, it's that time, right? Yeah. Um, and look, the bigger picture is you want to help everyone, right? You've got to be, yeah. how will AI impact everyone? But I think ultimately you have to be a bit selfish and make sure you're going to be okay yeah. because you will one day, people, you have dependents and so on. It's like, how can I AI proof myself for the future? Yeah. And it's not just AI, it's everything. Like, how can I set myself up in a way um, where I'm, yeah, I get my, I get that balance. I've I, I hopefully I'm not in a position where that happens. Yeah. So I want to make this, this is the feel good series, right? Uh -huh. It's where we reflect on decisions we've made. It's where we reflect on observations we've made. This was a fantastic one that you brought to the table and we've got probably about 10, 15 minutes left of the podcast. Yeah. My sister gave me this idea mm -hmm. and maybe we should do it for a full episode one time, but we should bring in picture. I think you had the same idea actually mm -hmm. bring in pictures of your childhood. Oh yeah. You need to look at it and you need to, like say what you could say to them, to young Ash. <laughs> and I'd do the same for young Sam. But say, so, all right, I've got a picture of young Sam here. Have you? Why have you got pictures of young Sam? <laughs> I, I was just going to show you a blank screen. Oh. <laughs> but we'll put... No, we'll, no, we'll actually get some, we'll, we'll do this properly. But what okay. I want to make is a bit of a recurring segment. Okay. Knowing everything that we discussed today yep. about not regretting taking risks, about you know, going harder, faster, stronger, what would you tell young Ash? Um, whilst we go about going about going, going about going, uh, whilst we go <laughs> on about obviously making, taking a big risk, going for it, really pushing, pushing that needle forward. Yeah. Um, the thing I constantly go back to, I do this in everything. I'll do this in the gym when we're working out. I'll do this uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. Whatever whatever task I'm doing is, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Like, okay. how can I space my energy to keep going? Mm -hmm. Because you can easily go to both extremes. You can not, not really care about life and just carry on, or you can really go too fast mm -hmm. and fall over. And I've done that plenty of times, burnt out, whatever. Sure. Um, so it's just like, I'm gonna work hard. I'm going to do it. And I'll tell, I'll tell young Ash, um, do that, but also pace yourself. Like you got a long way to go. Mm. It's a long period. Like take your time, learn your craft, do what you can. Um, you fail, you fail. Don't worry, but don't, don't try and run before you can walk or that kind of classic. Yeah. yeah. What about on the risk side of things? Do you feel like you've taken enough risk to get to this point? Um, I could always take more, No. but I am, happier with the micro decisions i've made mm -hmm. that have, have got us here where I, I could have you know that i have taken the easy road at times so i'm not going to say i've taken the risk risky route every time <laughs> yeah. but there have been some risks i'm really 
proud of, I guess. Um, sure. And not just Marissa, I'm saying, you know, others are, to get here uh, to where we are. So, yeah, I, I think do what you do, but if in doubt, take take the risk, take yeah. the gamble. Yeah. How about you? I would say to my younger self, take the risk for the right reasons. I look back now at 27 whole years, soon to be 28. <laughs> I look back at all this time and I think, yeah, you took plenty of risk, right? My family took plenty of risk too, but, you know, off the back of that, standing on their shoulders, I took plenty of risks. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really nice way of putting it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. risking things with my studies, moving to different cities, you know, uh, multiple times, quitting stable jobs to move to other places, gambling on a creative job, I've taken plenty of risks, but when I look back, sometimes I didn't take the risks for the right reasons. I think I took a risk to to go for the top for prestige rather than for fulfillment. Yeah. I always think that about like when I was studying. I always said to myself and other people, I want to be a film director back when I was studying media. But actually, when I look back, the part the part of the process that I enjoy most is post-production. Mm-hmm. I like editing. It's just not as glamorous. Right. But I loved video editing. I love color correction, color grading, and mm-hmm. all of that part. So I think back to stuff like that, and I was like, oh, yeah. I um, I tried to talk about this in the episode with Ollie, but I, I didn't have the thoughts right. It was too yep. fragmented. So I took risks for the wrong reasons. I think if I would have thought to myself, ah, oh, take a risk on this because it will fulfill you. I might have made it further in a creative field. Yeah. Same thing with, you know, my passions in motorsport. Thankfully, I didn't burn any, I didn't ruin anything. I can easily jump back into that now. But I'm jumping back into that now, not going, yeah, I'm going to gamble everything to make it to the top. No, I'm doing, I'm, I'm getting back into go-karting because that fulfills me with the hopes of getting back into single-seater racing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I took plenty of risk, but I didn't always do it for the right reason. So going, you know, that's what I would say to my younger self. Take, take the same a, that is really really nice yeah yeah i, I really like that um i think the biggest thing you've said there though mm. without saying it is um it's never too late to take the right risk yeah yeah absolutely like, and that, i think that's what you need to say to your younger self like yeah i've i've probably always i've i definitely have taken the easy road on quite a few occasions you know sure more glamorous route oh yeah people would love it if i could yeah. say that or you know what a statement would... people would love it if i yeah, yeah. right said it to myself plenty of Same. times and denied it plenty of times yeah. um and that's fine yeah. as long as you do eventually figure out that that isn't the right way to go you've got plenty of time and at the wise old age of 27 yeah. you know i remember when i was your age um <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know i i would say you're so young yeah just enjoy it because yeah. um pretty soon it's yeah pretty soon change. it's all, all gonna change your everything will change <laughs> you know literally in a couple of weeks you and me are going to be the same age for like damn near yeah <laughs> but look but your time is running out to i am secretly very jealous that you are younger than me really secretly somewhere i'll put yeah. it like shove it somewhere in yeah, like there like yeah just like <sighs> it's got a few more months on me <laughs> but then again i did hear that um aging Aging is a privilege. Yeah. Yeah. That was deep. Yeah. Yeah, we can get so into So I am more privileged than you. <laughs> yeah, damn yeah. right. And you will never have that on me. <laughs> so this is, again, me yeah. me feeling better about myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, no, it's good. Yeah. Good stuff. I also just want to point out. Yeah. I've been like, I've been speaking in this very mellow tone and I just realized why. Because uh-huh. I'm feeling quite energetic today. Yeah. When we were upstairs and we both were in the same meeting room. Yeah. 
we were both wearing headphones. Or yeah, headphones, yeah. And I had to speak very softly so that yeah. you don't hear my voice as well through actual reality and also yeah also thank Zoom. you for yeah i didn't care about it the other way around so you probably heard me that's fine because i yeah. had big noise cancelling ah, okay. over here i could so I that's could my issue maybe i just need eventually i need to invest in something like yeah, that cause yeah because i can still hear you but like faint yeah but in Word. order to get out of that i was speaking super faint and i think i've just carried that energy throughout the rest of the evening that was nice uh, so afternoon what if you get a lot of compliments for that like huh? just like if i do then i have to change my whole demeanor kind of sounds like you're a bit high as well doesn't <laughs> yeah but um it's on to me yeah. <laughs> um but no cracking episode yep cracking stuff uh, enjoyed it. a lot covered yeah. um but if you do have any comments or questions on what we've discussed please don't hesitate to raise it what risks do you regret not taking oh, let us know that's nice yeah, yeah. that'll be really have really you got one just off the top if not we'll move on but like I've got them. I, I haven't refined it enough to What's say it on the podcast. I'll, I'll cut that out. I'll cut that out. <laughs> no, you don't need to cut that out. Do you? <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, a cracking, cracking episode, Sam. Yes. Thank you. Um, and yeah, don't forget to subscribe. Please do wherever you are, wherever you listen to this, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts or Music. Um, please do remember. Um, and tell us what you want to hear next time on the episode it really means the world to us whether it's me whether it's Harvey whether it's Sam tell us what you want to hear more on mm-hmm. um, but until next time until next time take it easy see ya <laughs>